I'm Diana Foyer from Bloody Deskull, and you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Welcome to the Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We're here in your ear, tempting fate wherever you are. Questions put to songs randomly with help from our friends. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, and providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations today, we have Bellini Mandel. Hi. Here, and she has a list of songs that are, like I say, answering the questions that we're asking to the pop oracle here, and we are joined by uh, one of... Her invitees, a collaborator, I take it, someone who's writing songs with Eleni, a songwriter in her own right, Madison Cunningham. Hello, how are you doing? Welcome to Radio 8 Ball. Thank you. But you got to get a little bit closer on the mic here, so you want to hear the presence of your voice. (laughs) Yes. She's my new favorite singer. I I checked out some of the videos online. You were really, yeah, you're a very, very talented person. Oh, that's scary. YouTube is very deep. No, I, I just went to went. no. I just went to your to your site. I only went to the okay. ones that you approve. Thank Not goodness. that I wouldn't, you know, you know, online check out the rest of it. But true. I wanted to see what you wanted to put out there. So I said that you're collaborating. How do you like? Tell me a little bit more about how the two of you know each other. We have a lot of mutual friends, mm-hmm. and I was invited to um, come and hang out and, and write a song, work with her on a song. And uh, it was so fun. Mm-hmm. It was so exciting, really. The, so you're for, writing song. You're helping. We're writing for train, who? For, for, for her. For you. Yeah. For your record. Yeah. One There's of the one best. Of, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh no. You I was go gonna ahead. say one of the things that I loved about it was sort of, you know, just writing something down and showing it to her, and then her singing it. Like, oh wow, that sounds so cool. It was one of the easiest co-writes I've ever done. It just was probably just because you're just. You give what what you're about right off the bat, so oh, it's easy to, to grab onto. And is your is your instrument of choice guitar? It is, yeah, that's right. And are you? We're since we were talking a, a little bit about LA, LA before with Chucky. How long have you been out? Been here in LA, or are you from here? Oh, two whole weeks. Oh, really? You just moved out? <laughs> I did. I did. Wow, I, so fresh. <laughs> very. She's not from too far away, though. Yeah, Where? I was. I grew up in Orange County. Oh, so it was kind of a long, a long time coming. I could almost see LA from from where I grew up. I think of, I do think of Orange County as being LA. <laughs> really? I do. Yeah. It's different, right? We speak two different languages. I feel like, like Orange County is like, like super pristine, super stuck up kind of place, and and LA has got a lot more character, in my opinion. Do you feel like that? And like. Growing up in that informed who you are as a songwriter. Yeah, I think it informed a few songs. I, I mean, I I didn't really think about it too much because it was home, so I didn't really see it as being a place I wanted to leave. And then as I got older, I kind of started to write songs about 
wanting to leave. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it, it eventually informed. And you've now landed in Los Angeles. Yeah. You're staying in one of those old school courtyard Hollywood apartments? Actually, no. I <clears throat> I jumped right ahead to moving in at living in a house in Highland Park with a roommate. She needed someone to just kind of help her pay rent. So there I am. When I first moved out, I was living in a house with like 12 different people. It was a huge house. Well, it wasn't that huge, but it was very... It was at like four or five, you know, one of those houses. I don't know if that, that still happens anymore with the Airbnb-ness and, <clears throat> yeah. and the cost of, you know. Like, I think it still does. There's still a lot of, you know, college students and, uh, you know, musicians and actors and actresses that are wanting to make it, but also, you know, working at coffee shops that need 12 people to live with. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, well, uh, with all of that as the backdrop, do you, what did you know what your question is for the pop oracle? Yeah, now I feel like it's a pretty heavy question, sort of. Oh, no, we love the heavy questions. We love them. Uh, my question is, um, is sorrow a good thing? Whoa. Is sorrow a good thing? Okay. Well, now, and for those of you who are fans of my keyboard player, Marshall, he was not able to be here. That's why... I'm playing the uh, the theme, the sort of <laughs> interstitial music here. Anyway, so now, is sorrow a good thing? And to engage the pop oracle, you get to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 wheel of eight. And that is song number six. Which is has already come up, so we are going to switch to the. Should we just? Oh no, we switched to the Radio Eight cards now. Oh, oh. I was so. wondering what if that happened. <laughs> so, so would you? I. Can you play like a, like, just like a Chuck Berry, like a. Oh. Jeez, not on this guitar. Song number eight, Salt Truck. The answer to, is sorrow a good thing? Salt truck, salt truck, clear my path. All my dreams are frozen fast. I want roads that I can drive on. Salt truck, salt truck, it's a shame Driving in the freezing rain I want roads that I can drive on I want a man I can rely on Salt truck, salt truck
trucks all truck after hours spinning in the snowflake showers i want roads that i can drive on i want a friend i can rely on salt trucks all truck mean black ice swerving is and very nice i want roads that i can drive Salt Truck from Eleni Mandel. The answer to Madison's question, is sorrow a good thing? Mm. Eleni, you want to tell us a little bit about the background of that song? Well, um, I was on tour during one of the worst winters. It's probably 10 years ago. And we were in Detroit and had to get to New York City in a day and a half, I think. And it was harrowing. My drummer is from Fairbanks, Alaska. So, and he already liked to drive, but we knew he knew how to drive in weather like that where the rest of us were from the West Coast. So, um but there was really a blizzard all the way from Detroit to New York. And we saw big rigs sliding across the road. We saw cars flying in the ditches. It was so frightening. And then we got to New York in time for this show and it was pretty exciting we were opening for John Hammond Jr. It was That's actually cool. a, it was actually a Tom Waits tribute night at this fancy theater. And um we drove in on regular streets and when we came out at the end of the show it was 12 inches of snow on the ground. So we couldn't get the van to move get any traction to get on the highway. And then I saw I saw a salt truck. I said follow that salt truck. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to live. And um and I started I started thinking about that salt truck and that you know I guess it's a metaphor for something that saves you that gets you through a hard time or something gets you out of the snow. And I remember sitting up front with Kevin Fitzgerald the drummer driving and saying, "Hey Kevin, I got an, an idea for a new song." Salt Truck, I love you. Salt Truck, you're so great. And he looked, gave me this look. He's like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> but I stuck with it. Yeah. I stuck with it. And it's, I don't know. That's great. I like it. It's really, <laughs> it's really to... sweet and simple. And I love that it's it's a specific thing. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're journaling. You're telling, a, yeah. you're telling a very specific story that this is this really happened. My One of my favorite things writing songs is... Something that's both literal literal and figurative. So the, the salt trick really did save us, but it also represents, you know, it's symbolic at the same time. Hmm. Isn't that, I mean, it, I feel like that's something Tom Waits does. I don't know if he's like how much of an influence, but since he's we're talking my, about he's him. my main man. Like I just think like old 50, like he'll sing about a car, but it's not really just singing about a car. So, Madison, what about, can you, can you give us a little bit of background on like where this question comes from? Well... I was telling Eleni, I was trying to think of a question on my way over, and that was the first thing that popped in my head. And I thought, I don't know if this is too dark or if this is, I don't know, I'm going to ask it anyway. Um, 
I think I see a lot of sadness in the world, and I often wonder its purpose and if it will ever be resolved or if it's, you know, supposed to be. And I was reading um, this poet. Uh, his name is, I'm going to botch his name. I have to read it. Cahil Gibran, I think yeah. is how you say it. Yeah. Uh, a Lebanese poet from the 1800s. Um, and, and he wrote this that I read the other day, and I found it quite moving. Is it not the cup that holds your wine, the very cup that was burned in the potter's oven? Is it not the lute that soothes your spirit, the very wood that was hollowed with knives? So I think I think sorrow teaches us something, and, and it gives us a deeper meaning of life and understanding of it. Um, so maybe when you say, like, I need a love that I can rely on, Maybe it was your your naive love for something that that maybe your your trust was let down, but then it gave you an, a deeper understanding of what you needed. Yeah, I don't know. I totally agree with that. And when, so, when you were thinking about it, were you thinking about you're thinking about other people's sorrow or your own sorrow, or which is which which was which is more present in the question? Or are they wrapped up together? I, I think they're very much wrapped up. I mean, I often question. When I'm going through something that I, you know, didn't foresee happening and didn't obviously want to happen, I often wonder, like, why, why is this going on? What's the purpose? And um, I think that question is always going to be asked in my life, at least. Um, but I, I think in, in other people's lives, too, I look at it and I go, why, why are these things happening? I don't understand, you know. Um, but I do think that it's a it's a deepening of, of our understanding of the way we perceive things, maybe. Um, sorrow also helps us to sympathize right. with others. Well, it's funny. I, I know this wasn't planned, but there's I can't help but see alignments. And so before we had Chuck, Chucky Weiss, who was kind of a, an elder mentor to Eleni uh, when she was just starting out in her musical career and here Eleni is playing a similar role for you. And Mm -hmm. I think about what we get from working with people who have had harrowing experiences Mm -hmm. where like at, at each point along that trip, you were, there was, there must be thoughts of like, either we're not going to make the gig, we're going to die. And those can be metaphors for feelings that we have going through on throughout our life. I'm never going to make it. I'm never, I'm going to be alone. All these things that, bring us sorrow because we're worrying about how things are going to work out and being around people who have experienced difficulties and survived. Mm -hmm. And that becomes their character and that becomes who they are as an artist. And then, you know, we come into meeting them a little bit wide eyed and we can like you did with Chuck or Mm -hmm. like you're able to do with Eleni and that there's Mm -hmm. this. uh, So when you ask, is sorrow a good thing? I, I, Definitely being around people who have survived their sorrows and made art out of it, made a life out of it, built their character out of it. In that case, there's a value for each of us in knowing those people. And then eventually we live into it. We have those experiences where we don't know if we're going to make it to the gig for one reason or another. <laughs> and uh, and I'm, I'm, I... I Someone who's smarter than me could probably find that there's there's probably a lot of you bring up poetry, the poet the poetic resonance of salt and the role that salt plays in language and in poetry and in culture. It's such a an essential uh, element 
maybe elements the wrong word if you're thinking scientifically, but ingredient ingredient <laughs> in life, it's and in, it's you know, in, in in our just in our makeup, and so uh, I I I'd encourage those of you who are listening out there who are smarter than me to share your thoughts about salt and how it relates to this question in the comment sections. Ooh, it's so interesting. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Um, and all, oh, my God. And, of course, salt, tears. Salt oh is tears. God. Oh, my God. I didn't even. <laughs> oh, yes. Whoa. I'm glad That's it hit so you right weird. on time. Yeah. that would have hit me, like, at midnight. <laughs> so true. I almost, I almost never catch them, but that one just got wow. at the last minute. Interesting. Yeah, salt truck, tear truck. Wow. Excellent. And you had, didn't you have a thing in, in Dino's song about getting hit by a truck? The bad uh, hit by oh. a semi. Oh, yes. yeah. yeah, I have a bad thought problem. So I remember uh, the desolate road we were heading out to um, head south on, and and seeing the semi and thinking like, what if it crashed into us? Mm-hmm. I think it's just yeah, or sort of an annoying OCD thing you have of mine. <laughs> what if I'm shot and I'm lying on the street corner and <laughs> when I. Uh, did you ever? I wonder if there's a book that I feel like scarred me when I was a kid, and I'm wondering if it was the same book that made you think this way. Do you ever come across a book called How to Make Yourself Miserable? No. It was a. It, this guy had written a very a popular, funny book called How to Be a Jewish Mother, and then he followed it up with How to Make Yourself That's Miserable. Funny. And it was just I just remember there was one picture of these this couple on a sunny day under a tree, and then it had all these things of like everything that you could possibly worry about. To so like, there's That's a plane flying. The plane could crash into us. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it was actually our next guest, John. Um, I think he and I had. A, I'm pretty sure it was him. Could be totally wrong. Where I was saying I have this bad thought problem, and he goes, "That's just because you're Jewish. That's what." That's what we do. That's what we do. Yeah. That's what we do. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, before we let you go, first of all, great question. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, like I said, I've heard your music, and I'd love to have you back as a guest sometime sitting in the musician's chair. You bet. I'll be here. And is there anything you want to let our, our audience know about where we can find? I mean, I'll post all the links and everything, but is there anything particularly you, if, if someone's looking for you, is there some song that you think this is the first one you should hear or oh maybe a song called i close my eyes i close my eyes yeah Yeah, i like that one to keep the tear truck out (laughs) the tear truck (laughs) that's hilarious (laughs) i love i do love that thing when years later you start seeing more layers of meaning that you Mm -hmm. never realized were there it's fun yeah a song that maybe you didn't like at first can make you cry later so I'm going to do it. Thanks for coming, Madison. Thank you for having me, Eleni. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration 
you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show.